Liam, uh, I was thinking about our conversation yesterday. You know, how similar situations are. And how we're both just out of deep relationships and both a little too fragile to jump back into the whole dating thing. But also both... Nice people. Horny. <laughs> Look, we're both human and we have basic human needs. So, do you want to be sex buddies? <laughs> Look, we're, we're already friends, so there's already a comfort level. And I am talking safe sex without all the dating, emotion, or attachment that neither one of us is ready for. What? Is it too weird? It's weird you think you need to sell me on it. <laughs> Lovers and friends. <laughs> Tell me again. Tell me again, my baby. Who would have thought little John can go on there and make it all sexy? Yeah, he kind of was screaming at the end, though. Like, it don't get sexy because he kind of be like, I'll loop you for one more time. Charlie. I'm like, yo, it's a love song. It's we supposed to be supposed to be rose petals on the floor, man. Anyway, guys, I know we're going through a rabbit hole. We were just talking about the classics, you know what I mean? So they still owe us a video. Uh, welcome to Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast. Yes, you have the right podcast. We just uh, we got roped up into a conversation, but welcome to the show, guys. Today we will be covering just dessert. That is season two, episode 21. And I am one of your favorite podcast co-hosts, Nettie Smith. And uh, with me, as always, is the wonderful, the funny, Etsy Bro. How are you guys? How's everybody? <laughs> Even the way you say, how are you, is it makes me giggle. I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yes, today we are almost to the season finale when it all culminates and it all, you know, we're left with uh, a feeling of, well, I'm not going to give everything away, but if you've seen the finale, you know what's about to go down. Mm. So I can't wait to get there. But before that, we got to get to Just Dessert. Um, also, what have you been up to, Etsy? What have I not been up to? I've been out here. Booked um, and busy. Getting to the bag. <laughs> booked and busy. All that. <laughs> Trying to travel. I've been trying to trap? Travel. <laughs> oh, shit. I was like, okay, well, speak your mind. Speak your mind. Tell your business. Because, you know, <laughs> all these white celebrities, they've been telling their business lately. So, I mean, that's on par for what we've been uh, seeing in the news. If you, Ooh, uh, if you feel like, what the fuck? These niggas, they don't be bathing. They don't be bathing. Why would you even want people to know that? It is a very Caucasian thing, I must say. This is nothing new in their culture. They will sit there and argue you down about taking a shower every day. Like, it's weird. You know, I've, I haven't heard that. I have heard that they don't... They I don't want to make it sound like it's a they against us kind of thing. It's but not I, a they <laughs> against us, but it's a prime example of cultural differences between the whites and the blacks. I, I just... I can't, like... From the showering every day to them not using anything when they shower, like the the soap is going directly on yeah. the skin. It's weird. 
they just use the soap. It, they just rub the bar all over their body. <laughs> is that how they wash? What about? How the fuck do you get in there? You got to get in there sometimes. How do you get in the crevices? And then they don't use lotion. It's it's like deodorant. Mm-hmm. It's like y'all niggas already aged like bananas. Y'all need to use the lotion and <laughs> and moisturize, my nigga. Like they got the nerve to talk about how we be dirty. You know how some of the white people are. That's the lie that they've made up that they've pushed the agenda. Um, black people are some of the cleanest people on the planet. Little is said, and they're so like, comfortable telling people they don't wash. Yeah, they mad comfortable. You ain't embarrassed, bitch. You ain't embarrassed. They be like, oh, I only, I only bathe my kids when I see dirt on them. What the fuck? What is that, bitch? You, you, your nose don't work. Oof. <laughs> and you know how kids are. They don't be, you know, kids don't be wiping their butt right and stuff. Nope. So you nope. know. <laughs> If you don't wash your child, is that a CPS issue? That's a... They'll, they'll, they'll make up some fake term like life hack or minimalism or some shit. Some <laughs> shit that we just used to call being broke. <laughs> but they, know, they don't got that excuse, though. They don't have They're that excuse. These fake. rich folk that's been talking about this shit, these celebrities, mm-hmm. they don't have that, <laughs> that excuse. Y'all got more money than most. And they're like, oh, well, it dries out your skin to shower every day. That's what lotion is for. Yeah, they don't, uh, they don't do that. What's up with Jake Gyllenhaal? He used to be fine. I know. I don't know, chill. Man. Mm-mm. But shout out, shout out to Chris Evans, though. Shout out, you a real one. Shout out to yes. Chris Evans. <laughs> Christopher Jamal Evans said he be showering yeah. all the time. He's, He's a very a, clean person. The Rock said, don't put me in that shit either. <laughs> <laughs> Jody Turner Smith said, nah, nah, nah. Uh-uh. Me and Josh, we uh Not my nigga. we bathe in this house. <laughs> mm. Girl, some of them comments, they was like ho- how if you go to the pool, it counts as a shower child. I was like, OMG. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> some of these comments were out of line. That's what the whites the were white saying. The whites said that? Yes. I saw that shit with my own two eyes. I just, you know when you see a bunch of bullshit, it's like, girl, you out in them, but don't even say nothing. Like, that. that's how it was. It was so many of them agreeing with it, too. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You remember, like, in the 60s when there used to be, like, whites-only pools and if black people got up in there, they were at, like, the water was, like, contaminated and shit? Uh-huh. Because black people wanted to swim, too? Projecting. So they'd be like, nah, y'all can't come in because y'all would contaminate the pool and put diseases in the pool. But the whole time it was them. Mm-hmm. Contaminate with what? With soap? With what? But how you walk around with chlorine on you? No, it's too much to think about. It's too much to dissect. I'm done with it. So let's get into this episode. Just Dessert. Original air date, May 13th, 2002. Writers Tim Edwards and Anike Torsay. And um, this episode was better than last week. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. William got a, got a, got a good one. Yeah, it's, we're going to talk. We're going to have some conversations about some scenes that popped up. How did you feel finding out it was Lynn who was the girlfriend that was um, fucking William? It made sense because Tony, I don't even. Tony's going to be like, hell no. That ain't even my type, neither here nor there, never. Maya is married. 
and Joan. Well, I already knew with Joan, but yeah, Joan's further down the line. Yeah, so So you should have used that. You should have used that deductive reasoning last week when I asked you. No, I did. Remember, I said that Joan. I knew that Joan already fucked with him. And right. Maya but you didn't married. give me the answer. You were like, I'll, all right, um, I'll wait till next week. It was between Tony and Lynn. But now that I've watched the episode, yeah, it kind of makes sense knowing her situation. Lord, she needs it. You know, Lynn, mm. Lynn's sexually liberal. She's sexually free. So, mm-hmm. you know, she broke up with Vasco a while ago, so she ain't been getting it. So, but she could get it anywhere. She That's what William. I was thinking. Like, Lynn, you're mad pretty. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're mad pretty. Why are you with an ugly dude? Like, like you don't even need to be doing all that. <laughs> it's 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 giving oh. weird. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into this cold open. So Maya is coming back late from lunch. She uh, is an hour and a half late. But Joan says it's cool, it's cool. So she runs back out to her desk and Joan yells out the door and she asks for the Wang file, which is hilarious. The Wang file, I promise to God. And so instead of Maya bringing it in, it's Jabari. And Joan's surprised to see him there again. She says he's been there more than once. Mm Mm-hmm. So Jabari's been interning there for a while. Unofficially. <laughs> and for, I guess, uh, elementary school credit. Mm-hmm. And Maya comes back in with a snack for him and tells him to eat it under her desk, a.k.a. the Batcave. So I guess basically, I don't know if she tells Joan explicitly, but the reason Jabari's at her job is because after Jeanette, her mom moved away with Earl to San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. there's no one to watch Jabari after school. Told you. You did say that. You did. And Maya says, don't worry, though, Joan. It's not going to be for long because she's interviewing some other sitters that evening. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Maya goes back out to her desk. And instead of eating his snack in the Batcave under her desk, Jabari's eating his snack at her desk. And he doesn't want to go under her desk because it smells like feet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also don't you don't you just want to put him in a cute little after school or tutoring for that hour or two well he does we find out in another scene that he does karate or some shit but the problem is who's gonna pick him up from school well i guess she could pick him up from school and then take him to that after school thing mm-hmm. but what about the days when he doesn't have that thing mm-hmm. yeah i don't know yeah so tell me about this uh, living situation with Lynn and Joan and how it's going. Yeah, I mean, Joan is kind of sick of her at this point. She dating some new nigga and... She's not. She's, she's still dating Chris. <laughs> she is? Oh, well, she's still dating Chris. <laughs> and she's seeing him three times a week now. And she wants Lynn to skedaddle. But Lynn is like, I mean, yeah, I'll go if you give me $8 to go to the movies. And Joan is like... And your car. Yeah, and your car. And Joan is like, well, I gotta do all of that. And then Lynn is like, well, I'm trying to save my money. So, yeah, that's how that situation is going. How quaint is it that it's 8 bucks for a movie? Like, on... Remember I, I, that? <laughs> on what I presume to be, like, a Saturday night. That is amazing. Yeah, that was... 
Well, back in the day, we were, I think we would consider that to be a lot back then. But hindsight, dang, eight bucks? A single mm. digit? Mm. Man, miss those days. Now yeah. it's double that minus the tax. Mm-hmm. Side note, AMC got discount Tuesdays where the whole the whole day is eight dollars. Cash at me. Actually, I'll just give the money to AMC <laughs> on Tuesdays <laughs> instead. So, AMC, if you wanna um, if you Sponsor wanna sponsor us. the show, hit us up at Hell Yes Girl on Twitter. DMs are open. Thanks. Okay. But it's so cool that Lynn is actually saving up for an apartment. She's trying to be responsible. She's trying Mm -hmm. to get out of this couch surfing thing that she does. And it's really cool. Good for her, man. Good for her. But she also suggests that um, giving Joan $200 a month for rent. I'm like, that's a big ass house. Yeah. You might need to triple that. Yeah. I was like, 200 what is yeah. that groceries for the week i will uh, that's all it would cover i mean i think at that time yeah i don't i don't know what okay girl you might as well be living here for free yeah what that's an awesome setup she has that big old house jones cooking for her probably doing her laundry too okay she got it good i wish i had friends like that i know we say that often but for real seriously but Joan doesn't want the money. She just wants her guest room back. But she never says why. You don't have guests. Not like that, at least. Yeah. To me, it's like, okay, I get it that you're tired of Lynn, which I would be tired of her, too. But, girl, you don't have no guests. Your mama don't be staying over there. Your daddy don't be staying over there. To my knowledge, you ain't got no siblings. Yeah, she acts like it's urgent. She wants her guest room back. Like, she acts like she's going to have a guest tomorrow. Yeah, is Chris staying over there while you do your? It don't matter. Months? I don't know. She's gonna. He's gonna be sleeping in her bed, right? Mm-hmm. He ain't gonna be using the guest room. Yeah, I don't know. So, she also wants Vasco to stop humping her leg. So that's another thing. Vasco the dog, like our dog. <laughs> well, we referred to the dog as Vasco previously, but yes, oh. it's Vasco the dog. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we flip the screen and Lynn moves in with William. And William's guest room is really nice. It's really nice. Yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, and William doesn't seem as like uptight as Joan either. Mm-hmm. Probably because he's not dating anybody and he's not like a fiend for his space. Mm-hmm. So he's really nice about it. He gives her a key. He gives Vasco the dog a present what i didn't like was the dog jumping on the bed mm, i know the whites like doing that I'm, i've always i'm always confused at that why yeah this is not a white household i don't get why the dogs allowed on the bed well you know william type whitewash so yeah and lynn is half white so i guess it equals one whole white you know how the math works <laughs> Yeah, equals one whole white. It's not the same thing as two full black people. I'm not, I've never been good at fractions, to be honest, but <laughs> I think uh, I think we might be close to our number. Um, mm-hmm. Close to a whole white person. But yeah, that's what it is. Like, he's... Uh, that goes along with what we were talking about earlier with not bathing and mm-hmm. kissing dogs in the mouth and mm-hmm. letting them hang out on the furniture and the bed mm-hmm. and all that. And, like, some type of, like, feeding them with the same utensils that you're using. It's weird. Oh, yes, I've seen. 
some things. Holy, holy, what in the world? It's definitely very puzzling. Yeah. Um, but William really likes Bosco. He uh, tells him. We're going to have so much fun living together. We're going to eat together and go for walks, play Frisbee. What's really cool is that we finally get William in the episode hanging out with the girls, interacting with them. Before, it was always a separate storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, he never gets to hear their problems, never knows anything about what's going on with them. Joan almost died from X, and he don't even know nothing about it. So mm-hmm. That we know of, at least, as an audience. Yeah. That we know of. Um, so, it's cool to see him in these episodes, in this episode at least, um, actually doing something. But when he's telling Vosco all the fun stuff he wants to do, Lynn isn't really looking. So she thinks he's talking to her. And she's like, oh, yeah. God, I love Frisbee. Joan would never play Frisbee. <laughs> oh, talk to Vosco. Mm-hmm. And she feels kind of like weird. <laughs> so what did you think about the scene in Ame with Tony and Shelby? Shelby giving her this... <laughs> advice i don't know where it came from but yeah (laughs) it's just it's just something they threw in there because they wanted to have like some type of semi storyline for tony during this episode because it didn't make any sense not at all so she's saying that tony wears extensions and that's why she's not getting clients if you white bitches don't stop playing out here like huh i'm sure you could do your research and find not only black women who wear weave, who are selling houses in California, L.A., wherever, and also white women who also wear extensions, who are selling houses as well. So I don't even know where she came up with this or why she felt so comfortable to to talk on this, to speak on this subject about her, a black woman's hair. Yeah, too comfortable, too comfortable. That leads me to another subject where, like, y'all be making these non-blacks feel real comfortable. They be coming at you sideways. Like, you are a guest in this house. You don't own it. You're not living here. You are a guest, so you should act accordingly. Yeah, you're the assistant. Don't mm-hmm. tell me how to wear my hair. I tell you how to wear your hair. Mm-hmm. I-, I tell you how to present at my place, at mm-hmm. my place of business. You just work for me. So... She says that Tony's not getting any results because her hair is dishonest. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Tony's like, So is that padded bra you're wearing, but I didn't bust you all out? Padded bra, probably the lips, the tan, the Botox, the I was the thinking filler. the freaking, the color of her hair, that ain't her natural color. Like, if we really want to go down from head the to The highlights... Toe, we can go, but she she probably be like, well, I'm not the one selling the houses. It's Tony Child's realty, not Shelby whatever realty. So I don't need to follow those rules. You know how they are. Bitch, mm, please. <laughs> so Shelby tells Tony, your clients, they're looking for million-dollar homes. Mm-hmm. They have tons of assets. How can they trust you if they cannot trust your hair? So Tony considers this because she's not doing well in business right now. Her company's not showing the results that she specializes in. Mm-hmm. So we kind of see her think on it. And then we move to the next scene where we see Lynn walking Bosco, the dog. And it's cool because we actually get to see a little bit of William's neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And it kind of it looks kind of nice. Very upscale, I guess. Mm-hmm. They got shrubbery that's nice and cut and uh, nice sidewalk. 
<laughs> and so they stop for a bit so Vasco can do his thing. And a guy runs past them. Did you recognize him when he ran past, when you saw it? Um, Vasco? Nah. Vasco the man. It, ha- it happened really <laughs> fast, so no. <laughs> okay. So when he does, the dog leaves Lynn, like runs out of her hands, a leash and everything, after the man. And so she runs yelling, Vasco! Mm-hmm. Come back! And the dog is being petted by Vasco! Okay. The man. The man. The Jamaican dude. I feel bad. That guy. What was the last storyline with him? It was some shit. He bought Lynn a dog for Christmas. She thought it was a dumb gift because that's another mouth to feed. So he left. But we don't know where he went. He packed his bag, said he's going back to Jamaica or something. Hmm. And we never saw him again. Well, there you go. I'm really curious as to where he went. Was he always in L.A.? Is he there visiting? Mm-hmm. Did he get a job? Mm-hmm. Did he get a house? I mean, yeah, he's dressed in a pretty nice running outfit. But what the fuck did that nigga go? Did he start that know. business where he's showing off the black people homes? Well, I wouldn't. I couldn't tell by what he was wearing, but he looked like he was wearing <laughs> some pretty cool jogging gear. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that shows he's got some money going. Could be that. Or maybe he just broke down and got an actual job. Who knows? We never get to find out because he does not want to talk to, to Lynn. Mm-hmm. He thinks uh, we they have nothing to talk about, even though Lynn is so excited to see him. She has pretty much all the questions we have, but he's like, nah, mm, I'm good. The dog looks good. You've been taking care of him. He remembers mm-hmm. me. So he says goodbye to the dog and then he dips and Lynn is just standing there all stuck. Damn. Hmm. So William's driving. He's driving with Bosco in the passenger seat, which is really cool because, you know, he's like Bosco's stepdad. He's uh-huh. the dog's stepdad. He's not the stepdad. He's the dad that stepped up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he gets pulled over by the cops. Now, tell me, tell me about this scene. I liked it a lot. So William gets pulled over by the cops. Um, he's like, listen, doggy, let me do all the talking. And then we see a cop. And who is this cop we see? It's freaking Niecy Nash. Friends of the show. Yeah. Niecy Nash. The one and only. And she's so funny. She's like, do you know why I pulled you over? And he's like, no. Why? And she's like, well, Yvonne is sitting next to me. And she wants to know how you doing, William. And then he's like, what? Oh, my gosh. How is she doing? Like, shouldn't, we, shouldn't I be talking to her face to face? And Nishi is like, nope. She asked me to ask you the questions. Okay. So, yeah, she pulls out her book. And then she starts writing down the notes as if she's writing down like a police report. It's so funny. And she's like, okay, you're doing great. You're fine. You're healthy. <laughs> yeah. What's really cool is that. I love how they put this through line in where she's like, yeah, I'm Yvonne Blackwell's partner. Mm-hmm. Yvonne. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. And he thinks um, that he's being pulled over because of a rolling stop he did at a stop sign behind them. So he's totally like, yeah, I, I know what I did, whatever. So he asks how Yvonne is doing. And Nisi, well, we're going to say Officer Nash because we mm-hmm. never get her name. So Officer Nash 
lights up and she's like, she is doing so good. Okay, you know, she's back on the floors. She got a little afro back and she gained about 40 pounds. Not because of you, though. Mm-mm. This is happy weight. And I'm thinking, oh, that's cool. They let her back. I wonder if she got the same uh, the same level that she was at before she yeah, left. Does she gets to keep her pension? Well, that would be nice to know, but I guess that's none of our business. She lets him know that it is happy weight Mm -hmm. that she gained. And William tries to get out of the car so he can talk to her face to face. And Officer Nash goes for her gun and Mm -hmm. says, "Uh uh-uh. Don't even try it. Get back in the car. Put your hands on the steering wheel. Uh Uh-uh. We don't play Mm -hmm. that around here. No. I'm going to write you up for this rolling stop because I got a quota to meet. So she writes them a ticket. (laughs) I liked her character. I hope she comes back. I don't know if she does, but that would be cool. So at the law firm, Maya's going through Jabari's schedule so that um, he can still do after-school activities. She's on the phone with Darnell. And um, they're trying to figure out how he can do his after-school activities, and they can still work till Mm -hmm. 5. You need to pick up Jabari at 3.20 so he can be at karate by 4, okay? Now, Cousin Ronnie is going to pick him up, take him to the salon at 5. Now, Ronnie is going to take him to Cousin Trey's at 6.45 for dinner, and I will pick him up by 7.30. Okay, now, he can watch his favorite show at 8 as long as he's finished with his homework by 7.45. It's a lot. She can explain it a lot better. Yeah, it's super um, complicated. It seems like it's very down to the minute, too. Mm -hmm. Like when she says that she's going to pick him up from cousin Trey's at seven 30. And then as long as he's finished with his homework by seven 45, he can watch his favorite show at eight o'clock. 15, 15, 15 minutes increments. Like girl, it ain't even going to happen that way. How he going to do his homework in 15 minutes in the car. He gonna... I mean, I know he's only like eight. He don't really got real homework, but still them ABCs be taking a while. <laughs> Yeah, those spelling words, they they be they be tricky. Yeah. Especially that that bonus question. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. So once William gets home from his situation <laughs> with Officer Nash and kinda seeing Yvonne, William comes into Lynn's room to see how her day was. Aw, that's sweet of him. That he cares, you know? Mm-hmm. And she talks about how she saw Vasco. And then he talks about how he saw, well, kinda saw Yvonne. Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting parallel. I didn't realize that until this very scene that they had actually interacted with both of their exes that day. What a coinky dink. Now they start fucking. Mm. <laughs> well, there's a little talking first. Uh, but they're both in their feelings about it. But Lynn talks about Vasco and how she was with him. And she says that Joan and the girls and William used to make jokes about them. And she didn't like that. Well, I mean, the whole time I was with Vasco, you, Joan, Tony, and Maya seemed to think it was just fine to make jokes about us. And since we broke up, the jokes just keep coming. We just thought since you made jokes that... Oh, I know. That was just my frustration. Mm. We never once heard anything about that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, I guess it was out of frustration, but it wasn't fair to him. He was a good guy. Was he a good guy? Nah, he was a bum. Well, maybe he was a good guy, but a bad boyfriend, you know? Mm. Like a good guy, but a bad partner. Yeah, and he was a bum. So the next day, (laughs) 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 
Lynn runs into William's room, which, by the way, looks very similar to hers. I think they just redressed that one set. Uh huh. <laughs> to make it look like it, it's, I was like, you know, is this ain't the same room. Yeah, y'all tried it. <laughs> y'all got to recycle, reduce, reuse up in this bitch. We we still in season two. We ain't got our season three money yet. Uh, so she walks in on him and he's in his underwear. He's freaking out, trying to cover up his junk. Mm-hmm. And she's like, William, listen, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I don't want you to see this one or his two friends. Oh, the balls. <laughs> the ball brothers. Yeah, <laughs> that's a basketball joke. You guys know. <laughs> anyway, so that's when Lynn comes up with her proposition. So she's like, I'm thinking, I was thinking about yesterday and I know that our situations are similar. We're both a little too fragile to jump back in the whole dating thing. (laughs) And she says, I'm horny. You're horny. We're both humans. So let's be sex buddies. Terrible idea. Uh, We'll get to that later on. But well, he looks like he's about to answer, but he kind of looks uncomfortable so she like goes on this rant to try to convince him and she's like i'm talking safe sex okay no emotional attachment none of that she's like is that weird and he says i think it's weird that you have to sell me on this and she's like oh great 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 Mm. she wanted to do it right then and there she couldn't even allow a day to go by and just be like let's let's sit on the idea for a minute let it marinate so why do you think it's weird they're friends and he's friends with her best friends and it's weird and william is just like i'll do ya like yeah <laughs> you know if you don't find anybody and i don't find anybody i'll do ya <laughs> and you know it's funny he made this he made this pitch to uh joan in the first season but now it's lynn yeah it's weird it's a no for me i feel like they both grown objectively speaking they both grown let them do what they want they're both consenting adults that's how a lot of relationships start. Your friends first, you know each other, your friends know the guy. He hasn't been with any other of her friends, so that's not a situation. True, for now. Well, I'm saying for now. So why why not? Y'all y'all both horny. Y'all both agree to this, why not? Mm. This is the game that a lot of guys play. That's why I don't have any male friends. They'll be like, oh, can we get those sweet friends waiting for that opportunity. That's why you get ugly male friends. <laughs> that way you know. <laughs> ain't shit finna happen. They'll know ain't no way it's gonna happen, too. They're like, I'm ugly as fuck. She ain't never gonna wanna fuck with me. <laughs> I'm done. So the next day, the whole gang is at Ame. Lynn, William, Joan. And then Shelby walks in and gives all the friends a heads up on a big step that Tony's taken. And she won't say what it is. She just wants them to all be supportive, be positive, because it's a big step. So whatever she did. Mm-hmm. So that she tests everyone's happy face. She checks on everyone's happy face. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when Tony walks in and she's rocking a short hairdo. It's kind of like, how would you describe this It hair looks, it looks like um, those haircuts that the white girls were doing in the early 2000s. You remember that singer um, that sung that song? She was off Disney and it goes, I'm Supergirl and I'm here to save, save the, the world. world. I, no, no, no. 
Uh-huh. Like Disney's answer to Pink, that girl. I don't remember her name. But. <laughs> Hold on. Her name was like Crystal uh-huh. something. Hold on. I got to look. Crystal something. And she could sing too. What's she doing now? You, girl, you think I got time to care about that? <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Harris. Chris- Hold on. Let me check Harris. her hair real quick. That's exactly how. Oh. Don't it look like that? Uh. Oh. <laughs> Um, it her hair is shorter than than uh, Tony's, but I see what I see what you're going for. I see what you're saying. God, I I I don't remember her hair being short like that. I remember that song they used to play it on this. Oh my God, yes, you're right. Actually, I saw a different photo of her. I found a different. You know, (laughs) I just clicked Uh on the (laughs) whole. Yes, you're right. You're right. We'll put it, guys. Um, I know you're probably wondering what the fuck we're looking at. (laughs) We're going to put a side-by-side <laughs> on... I don't know where I get my references from. Oh, I watched man. way too much TV growing up. Because <laughs> all these images are in my head. Yeah, you know a lot of shit. You were like, you know a lot. <laughs> so we're going to put a side-by-side of Tony and Crystal Harris on uh, the Twitter. So you guys can see what we're laughing at and what we're talking about. Because it's pretty spot on. Even down to the flips. Mm-hmm. Down to the layered flips. out. I'm super girl and I'm here to save the world. I was like, yes, bitch. Oh, Pink used to have her hair like that too. That's the that was the residential rocker white bitch style. Nah, see the thing is though, there's a swoop. There's a swoop with Pink. Pink got a swoop. Yeah, they added some razzle dazzle. Yeah, with uh with Tony and Crystal, it was parted in the middle and it came out. Mm-hmm. Pink did the swoop. Mm-hmm. So it's a little different, but. Yeah, Disney's answer to pink. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> so does Tony's hair look like a wig? Is that do you think in real life that's a wig or what do you think is going on there? It could be. It looks like one of those auntie wigs. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know the wigs I'm talking about. Y'all seen them before. Southland, the little spiky wigs <laughs> that flips. It ain't really popular now, but that used to be all the rage in the early to mid two thousands, the auntie wig damn so do you like her her short hair i don't mind it on her i I like the long hair on her better but the short hair is cute it don't look bad on her i don't like it <laughs> i'm gonna be real I, i'm not gonna lie to y'all we all friends we girlfriends right mm-hmm. ain't gonna lie i don't like it mm. i don't like it because it just don't accommodate the shape of her face and her features mm-hmm it just doesn't. It doesn't go with that. I feel like she needs hair. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, her features are not built for that type of hair because it exposes her whole face. Spiky, flippy, flippy shit. It's not even the flips. It's the shortness. It's giving. It's giving too much for too little. Mm. And I don't like how it's it's mad full at the root and then it gets um it gets thin at the end. Thinner. Yeah, I don't like that. That make it look yeah, like that is kind of weird. Weird, like she just got out of the shower or some shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but when she walks in, all the girls are like, "Oh wow, my god! Wow! Oh my god, Tony, you look amazing!" Wait a minute, wait a minute. What's different? <laughs> You're not wearing your glasses. She doesn't wear glasses. It's her hair, William. And it looks great. <laughs> Which is like, bitch, he, she never wears glasses. Niggas. 
but he ain't never been he ain't been around for a while he's been he's been away from the girls doing his own storylines for like three episodes so he don't he done forgot how they look and stuff that's what i'm gonna say i'm sticking to that story (laughs) but um i have in my notes that her hair is not giving she specializes in results it's not giving that what is it it's not giving that (laughs) it's too short i don't know nah yeah i see what she's saying (laughs) i like the long one better like um bartender maybe it's giving me it's giving me coyote ugly Mm. can't fight the moonlight deep in the dark you surrender your heart but you know but you know that you can't fight the moonlight no hey <laughs> that's what it's giving me what is, that, that, I, mean, I need to rewatch that movie I've only seen it one time and I feel like <laughs> the short hair looks more like fake hair than the long hair does <laughs> Mm, yes yes it looks right. like a wig <laughs> the, yes because the 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 korean the korean hair it's more it's mixed in with the real hair mm-hmm, and it's more so you see the root well that and it doesn't have that weird thick at the roots thin at the end of the hair look it's a weird texture it looks like a weird texture that's, that the short one has at least with the Korean shit, it just looks like it could be her hair, but just relaxed or flat iron. That's what it's giving mm-hmm. me. The short hair, I don't like it. Stop listening to these white bitches when it comes to our hair. Like, they don't know a damn thing. The fuck? Yeah, I'm very disappointed in Tony in this part because she knows better than to listen to not only her assistant, but this white girl. Mm-hmm. You know? It's very awkward. But, you know, she's still trying to get used to it. She's not feeling it right away. She's keeping her weave warm with her hairdresser, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. It's on hold. So in case she wants it back, <laughs> you got to go through all that again, though, to get it. I'm, I'm assuming it's a sew-in, right? It's going to take some time. to. Yeah. Now you're gonna, you got to put that shit back in. That's what you get for listening to these white bitches. Her friends like it, though. Or at least they say they do. And then Joan tells her not to worry because sometimes big changes take some time to get used to. So then William has to go. She sits down and he asks Lynn if she needs anything from the store. Oh, Lynn, I'm stopping off by the store on the way home. Do you want anything? No. Oh, actually, yeah, Vasco's going to need some dog food. And I'm going to be home late, so could you feed him and read him a story before he goes to bed? Does he like science fiction? Mm, he's more into self-help. <laughs> and the rest of the girls are like, oh, you guys sound like an old married couple. I think that's what Joan says. And that's when Lynn spills the beans and says, hmm. We have way more sex than a married couple. Mm-hmm. And Tony's like, what? She thinks that Lynn and William are a couple. But she's like, nah, don't get it twisted. We're just sex buddies. And she says it's so nonchalant. I love how Lynn delivers these lines. Or excuse me, Persia White. Mm-hmm. And Tony said, is, it a, is what Yvonne said about William true? You gotta tell me, is, is what Yvonne said about William true? You know. <laughs> that girl ain't never lied. He is Big Willie with a capital Willie. <laughs> Whatever that means. What? I don't know what, what that's supposed to refer to. A capital Willie. Yeah, very weird. But Joan's totally against it for no reason at all. I don't think she has good reason as to why it's wrong. 
Joan, it's just sex. No, it is not just sex, Tony. It's a potential disaster. I mean, what happens when one of you starts liking the other one and then feelings get hurt and then it gets all awkward between the two of you and there we are stuck in the middle having to choose between you and William? I mean, don't you see? God, then you're jeopardizing our friendship. Because they're friends. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong with it. We already talked about that. I, I just, they're both grown. Mm-hmm. Did you low-key think Joan was jealous? No. Um, I think that Joan is just always in people's business. But I do agree with her in this point, so I didn't really mention it earlier. But no, I don't think she's jealous. I just think, uh, it's weird. It's like, y'all supposed to be friends with y'all fucking, so y'all not friends anymore. Like, yeah, it's weird. I agree. I understand looking at it like it's weird, but I just feel like the way she was going so hard about it, made it seem like she was jealous that she wasn't in the mix or that William didn't choose her mm-hmm. or that she doesn't have any arrangement. Well, she has a boyfriend, so she's not... Well, they do have a three-month rule. Yeah. I think it, it may seem that way to someone who doesn't know Joan, but Joan goes extra about everything. She was going extra about weddings that's not hers, about all types of extra <laughs> shit. So that's just what she gonna do. <laughs> That's very true. You're right. Okay, I, I, I changed my mind on that. I'll pull back a little bit on that. But they do ask if she's jealous, and she says she's not going to dignify that with an answer. She tends to use that phrase more than it needs to be used. She used that in Trick or Truth as well. What, she, what, what, what was she responding to in Trick or Truth? So, Joan is not friends with Tony anymore, and she lets all the rest of the friends know. So then Maya says, well, you don't cut Tony out. You kick Lynn out your house. Who's next? Me or William? Because tell me now while I'm braced for it. And then Joan says, I'm not even going to dignify that with an answer. Yeah, that wasn't a good response to that. Because, well, the reason she didn't want to answer is because that's her friend. She's, she's not cutting people out to cut them out. That's not what she's doing. She just had a, a fight with Tony. Mm-hmm. And Lynn just, I forgot why she kicked Lynn out. Mm-hmm. But... What is she going to say? Maya, you're next. <laughs> what? There's no, you can't give an answer to that without it starting a fight. So I think that answer worked better there than it does here. Because mm-hmm. to saying. me, that sounds like she's jealous. She says she don't want to dignify it with an answer because you ain't jealous. Just say you ain't. Right. Or maybe she's saying, y'all know damn well I ain't je- jealous. No damn will you fucking bitches. So I ain't even going to dignify or that with a response. Jealous of Lynn. Or Lynn fucking william so (laughs) but who knows because you know you know what happens later coming seasons she had like that's the love of her life yeah so next they show lynn and william post coitus yep they're laying in bed and when it's over william leaves and goes back to his room and says good night and lynn doesn't look happy about that Mm mm-hmm you can tell she's catching feelings or something. Something's different. Because mm-hmm. I get kind of confused at how this ended, but it looks like she's catching feelings for him. Yeah, that's what it's giving me. And then it also seems like he's low-key catching feelings for her, too. Like, by the end of the episode. Really? Yeah. He's, like, he's I looking for someone to... Um, he's looking. He's pretty much saying that he's looking for something deeper, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it was giving me... Throwing it out there, but not wanting to huh. throw it out there a hundred percent. Okay, okay, that's one interpretation. We'll get to that later in the episode. Um, but later on, they go for round two, and while they're doing it, 
he calls out Yvonne's name with an E, not a Y. Mm-hmm. And Lynn's like, what the fuck? William. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. So I was fantasizing a little bit. So? You still miss her. Well, you miss Vasco. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not calling out his name in the middle of our thing. <laughs> I don't even think about him when we're having sex. Okay. Uh, okay. But here's the thing. She's mad at him for, for fantasizing. He's allowed to do that. You can't police his thoughts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but that's weird, though. It's like at least have enough respect well, not to be calling the weird part was him bitches. yelling the name. Yeah, not to... He can think it. Oh, yeah, yeah, he can think whatever he wants to think, but, like, as far as him yelling it out, mm. Yeah. So she considers these strings. So she's like, nah, nah, we can't do this no more. Because it's supposed to be no strings and we can't we can't do this but i feel like she's kind of overreacting maybe she's trying to make it a big deal because she actually has feelings for him and she's trying to find a reasons to poke holes in this situation mm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. by making it seem like he's the problem mm-hmm. like trying to pick a fight yeah yeah kind of like how we were talking about chris last, or a few weeks ago how jones giving him rules and all this shit to go through while they're together like she's trying to make him break up with her. Mm-hmm. So Lynn runs over to Joan's house. She packs it all up. She doesn't want to stay there no more at Williams. Well, the whole sex buddy thing didn't work out. He called out Yvonne's name last night. I mean, the whole point of being sex buddies was no strings, no emotion, no attachment. But now it's like the strings all over the place. <sighs> and Joan says, you know, I hate to say it, but I told you so. Okay. I don't like that. I don't, I don't <laughs> like that. I don't know why. It it's don't feel it's right. It's giving jealous? It don't feel right. It's giving, do we really want to tell Joan she's right so she can throw it in your face? <laughs> like, I don't want to give Joan any ammo. I love you, Joan, but I'm just saying, like, uh, you about to hold this over this girl's head forever. Uh-huh. That's all I know. So, Lynn's like, I need a place to stay. I can't stay at Williams anymore. And then the doorbell rings. It's William. Oh. I guess he knew that she'd be at Joan's house because where else is she going to go? Where the fuck else is she going to be to? Joan says, Lynn doesn't want to be your sex buddy anymore or roommates. Okay. And Lynn talks about how things got complicated. Mm-hmm. You still think about Yvonne. You still want her. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whoa, no, no. I don't, I don't want Yvonne anymore. I went to see her this morning. And she said it's officially over. Damn. I mean, she left you at the altar already. We already knew it was over. Yeah, like, what do you mean it's officially over? It's been over. I think he he needed closure, closure. I feel like that's, you can't come back from she left you at the altar. What type of closure? You can't come back I from I guess, that. asking her, oh, why you left me? I guess. Well, he got it out of his system. Um, he said that she's losing the weight she gained now that they had their closure. Hmm. which is like fine whatever yeah i I don't but william does oh go ahead no i was just thinking like now she's losing the weight after she but you left him i don't know these are writers okay i don't even some of the the things these characters do is so weird i'm just like yeah sure that happened fine (laughs) so he does say that he wants someone that he can be in love with. He wants romance. He wants someone he can build a future with. And because of that, he can't be with Lynn in that way. Mm-hmm. Because Lynn doesn't want that. That's how I saw that um, comment. 
Mm. I don't think he was hinting at anything. He was just saying, I can't be your sex buddy anymore because I need to be in love with someone to be with them like that. Mm. But you don't think that he was picking up on her wanting something more low-key? No. Oh. And I don't think she wants more with William. I just think she wants... He points out that she just wants someone to cuddle with at night. That's not a dog. (laughs) I don't think... (laughs) I don't think it's William per se. I just think she wants that warm body next to her in the bed. And then William wants a girlfriend that's going to turn into a wife. And Lynn doesn't want to do that. So they're not a good sex buddy match. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is when William says to Lynn, I know you really love Vasco. Well, you loved him. And of course, this is news to Joan. She did not know that at all. And that's when William pulls the uh, the roommate card and says, yep, mm. there's some things that only roommates who listen can share. Mm. So that's the end of their arrangement. It sucks. Oh, yeah, they're going to go live, live together again. She's moving back in with William, even though Joan mm-hmm. doesn't want that. Because now she's jealous of the bond that Lynn and William have. It's a triangle trapezoid extra parallelogram situation. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just jealous of each other's relationship mm-hmm. with the other person. It's also something where it's like, I just think Joan has her people who she fucks with, and she'd be jealous when other people like look like they're about to replace her of some sort. You know, mm. like it's like Lynn doesn't rely on you anymore, so now you want her back in. You know, she's that mother figure type. Yeah, now that she's being mm-hmm. independent. Because initially, at the beginning of the episode, you didn't want her in your house. You wanted your space. Now that she's all comfortable and got someone else that's willing to share that bond with her, you want her mm-hmm. to stay again. And it's not sincere. It really isn't. So William and uh, Lynn head out to go back to their, well, mm-hmm. William's house. And, you know, Joan says, "You guys, what if you guys slip up and start sleeping together again? like it's my business (laughs) (laughs) and they say joan please give us some credit here and people grow people change people learn we've all learned a valuable lesson if william and i should ever choose to become sex buddies again we've learned never to tell you (laughs) and they leave to go back so what tell me about this last scene with tony at ame yeah tony got her weave back in chow Uh, She said I ain't with the shits at all. They are going to take me as I am. Period. Isn't that a song? Take me me? as I am. I'm thinking Mary J. Blige. I don't know. It is. Or have nothing at all. Yeah, that's the song. That's Mary. Yeah, okay. You're right. Okay, okay. Don't doubt the ancestors. They already told you. <laughs> I love the fact that she got her hair back because obviously I we did say I didn't like it, but also, you know, there's a lot of confidence wrapped up in your in your hair and your appearance, you know? If you have if you change your hair and stuff because someone told you, it's very hard to feel comfortable in yourself, especially when you're going to go sell houses. And so I'm glad she's back to where she was and got the hair she wants. Get the hair you want, ladies, for real. Mm -hmm. Don't let some white lady tell you what's up. They Mm -hmm. don't know. 
So she's ranting across the table at someone. We don't see who that is because they have the camera framed on her only while she's talking to someone off camera. She's saying, This whole thing about dishonest hair was so bogus. This is genuine Korean hair, which I paid for with good, honest money. This is me, damn it. Can it be anything else but me? Now that's dishonest. And they flip the cam. And who is she across the table from? Oh, Jabari, Jamal. <laughs> Jehovah's <And> Witness. <laughs> Jabari's looking at her like, what the hell are you talking about? She don't, he don't know what's going on. Korean hair. You could be saying anything to this kid. He don't know. So Maya comes to pick up Jabari from Ame. And I guess Tony was babysitting him for the time being. And she thanks Tony for taking care of Jabari. And Tony says, it was my pleasure. We really connected. Jamal is a very wise young man. Of course, she's corrected. (laughs) And um, Tony says, but he looks like a Jamal. And that's when Jabari goes, mommy, please find me a real sitter. I don't know. Would you would you leave your kid with um, (laughs) with Tony? Yeah, but then I'm thinking about the last time when I never (laughs) left the kid with, um, with her. And then the baby ended up in the in the hospital. That's because the little girl was playing, Tony. Yeah, she played too much. But this time, yeah, I would. It's basic. Jam- J- Jamal know how to act. Well, I'm more worried about Tony in this situation. Like, will Tony forget him somewhere or not be watching him and he runs out somewhere, runs away? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, Tony sometimes be in her own world or she be on the phone. I don't know. I just feel like that's her thing but then so was lynn mm-hmm. <laughs> i like in this scene i think this is the first time we hear her say his name wrong in the series she said jabari's name previously the correct way i think this may be the first time hasn't she said it wrong before jabari jabuba since we've watched this up until this point this may be the first time she says it wrong mm. I believe this is. I'm going to go with my gut and say this is the first time she said it wrong. So, Jamal, that's that's one for the list. All right. So, let's move on to the oh, hell yes moment of the episode. So, mm-hmm. uh, Etsy, what uh, moment in the episode made you go, oh, hell yes? My oh, hell yes moment was Yvonne. 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 Um, sending her friend to go check up on her nigga that she that she left at the altar. <laughs> like it's enough that you left the nigga now. You can't even at least like show your face. Yeah, and it's also water under the bridge. Like you left him at the altar. You really care about how you doing now? Please. <laughs> why you Why you care now? Yeah, he could have not... been walked into traffic the day of the wedding when you left him. Mm-hmm. Why you care now? That's my savage moment of the episode. My oh hell yes moment was when Tony got her hair back. Cause yes, you know you got to do what's right in your heart. You got to do. Everybody got their style that they feel comfortable with, and I really hated that short hair. I've never been a fan. She actually wears shorter hair some other time in the series. I it doesn't look as good as her long hair. Mm-hmm. it brings out her features she looks more professional not that short hair isn't professional because it does look amazing on some people 
it's just not not for her. This is not for Miss Tony Childs. I yeah. agree. So as far as tweets, guys, the only tweet we're going to talk about today is the poll that I put up this past weekend. I think it was a couple days ago. I know some of you saw it and we got 41 votes. The question was, who's most to blame for Joan taking ecstasy? Mm-hmm. And Etsy, what did you say? I said um, it was Joan's nigga, Chris. <laughs> Joan's nigga. I should have put that. I shouldn't have put Chris in the answers. I should have put Jones and nigga. Joan, Jones and nigga, and Gigi. So those were the three choices. 41 votes. Uh, we got Joan at 49%. Wow. Got Gigi at 2%. And Chris at 49%. Okay. Half of y'all know really? what's up. I really? told y'all. It's that nigga. But it's equally Joan and Chris's fault? Well, t- according to the poll, yeah. Y'all need to talk to me about that. Because Joan thought it was sweet and tiny. She thought it was candy. Yeah. It's up to Chris to be like, oh, yo, Joan, I just want to let you know. That's, that's what I'm X. saying. Like, I'm saying that it's Chris's fault. It shouldn't equally be Joan and Chris's fault. I mean, I, 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 I disagree with the poll. But, you know, y'all, y'all don't think what y'all think. I don't think that Joan should have really much fault in it. Because, nigga, you, as someone who I'm dating, you're not supposed to tell me this is, hey, this is ecstasy. If I offer you, I'd be like, I'd be like, Nettie, here's, here's this Bubba Gump. You probably think it is candy. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. <laughs> nah, you can't call it a name like that. Because that Bubba Gump... That sound like shrimp flavored candy. I would never eat that. But if <laughs> something's called I mean. like a, if something's a, called a sugar sour, or something that that tell that screams taste buds to me, like mm-hmm. sweet and tiny, mm-hmm. that sounds like candy. So of course I'm gonna be tricked and think it's candy. I haven't been to every club in the world. I'm not familiar with that world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they giving it names that sound like candy. Yeah, y'all crazy. Y'all really think it was Jones' fault? Wow. I'm disappointed in y'all. Yeah, you know, I put Gigi on there because I thought Gigi shouldn't even brought the shit to the club. But, I mean, I almost feel like Gigi is more at fault than Joan. But whatever. You know, the the drug dealer's going to try to make their coin regardless. But, like, yeah, what's up? If if Gigi didn't bring it to the club, she would have took it somewhere else. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess. Thank you guys for answering the poll and and participating in that. Keep on the lookout for more questions. Mm -hmm. So next episode, it is the season finale. Have you seen the season two finale yet? Mm -mm. Very nice. Very nice. Next episode next week. It is the season finale of season two. It's called into the woods. And uh, we see the return of a popular former character. Okay. And uh, it's going to be quite interesting. I know a lot of you uh, know what's going to happen in this episode. So get ready for the drama. And while you're getting ready for the drama, make sure you go on to Apple Podcasts and give us a review in addition to five stars. And Mm -hmm. uh, subscribe if you haven't already because... Although we are going on a hiatus for about a month after we do next week's episode, 
the rest of our catalog will be available. So if you want to go back and listen to some stuff or be ready when we release a new one, make sure you click that subscribe button. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So until next week, I am your girl Nettie. And I am Etsy. And we'll see you next week, guys. Be safe.